Hi everyone and welcome back to Hands Happenings, wherever we talk about what's happening in my brain as a 20-something just living life. And if you're new, thank you for being here. And also if you've been here for a long time, thank you to both of you. Um, I'm just having a lot of fun kind of taking this podcast in a little bit of a different direction. I feel like I'm kind of taking inspiration from Emma Chamberlain's podcast and also um Nicole Rafey on she has a podcast but it's a little bit different her YouTube channel specifically she's been doing some video essays and both of those forms of content have just been kind of inspiring me to maybe dive into some topics that I've like asked myself I'm like oh I've had these questions before and just examining them a little bit but for a few quick life updates There's not a whole lot, but in current time when I'm recording this, you'll probably hear this a couple weeks after, there's been a blizzard where I live and there's literally, it's like everything's closed or shut down. No one's driving on the roads. I haven't gone outside this entire day, so I'm getting a little bit stir crazy, but hopefully the snow will pass soon. And... I know I talked about New Year's resolutions, how I really don't believe in them. However, I did start two new habits that I want to implement into my life. And number one is journaling every day. I know I've seen like the, oh gosh, what, I don't know exactly the official name of it, where people journal like three whole pages. I don't do that much every day. If I'm kind of going through it, sure, I could fill up three pages, but at least writing something down every day because I've realized it's make me it makes me feel really good whether that's just how I'm feeling that day or just I need to externally process on a piece of paper or just my prayers or like what stood out my bible study I'm not making it limited but that's something I want to do but another thing I want to try to get better at is not being on my phone right when I wake up and when I go to bed because I have a bad habit of that so I've tried to not charge it right next to my bed, like charge it in a spot away from my bed and just like fill my time with other things in the morning instead of scrolling and trying to read more before I go to bed. But to get into the bulk of today's episode, I just want to talk about or more so just my observations around celebrity culture. And this is not, like, do not take that as me, like, bashing on people that enjoy pop culture. I am one of those people. I love pop culture. I think it's hilarious. And, like, don't want to bash on people for liking certain people I'm going to mention in this. This is not supposed to be any of that. It's more just my observations and just research on this question. Because I've asked myself a lot of, like, why do celebrities, like, why do I know a lot more celebrities than famous scientists who've done something productive for the world? And that's not to say celebrities haven't. Or it's why do I know more about this topic that's very pop culture-y, quote-unquote surface level, versus like science and like people curing cancer and stuff? That's been something I've been I've thought for a really long time, like here and here and there, I've had that fleeting thought in my head, but, and I've kind of felt guilty for it for a little while. And I kind of wanted to dive into 
why people could feel that way. This kind of also sparked a little bit, not only that question that I had in my head, but I know specifically Taylor Swift won Times Person of the Year for 2023. And there was a lot of mixed emotions about it. Some people were like, oh yeah, like she totally deserves it, which I, I understand that. I get both sides of the equation. Like Taylor had an awesome year. She had a sellout concert arena tour. She's coming back like with all of re-releasing her music and coming out with new albums. Like she's been relevant for a really long time. And I think it takes a lot of talent and skill and authenticity to stay that relevant for as long as she has. But a lot of people were really pissed off about it and were like, she's being blown up too much. Like, what about the people that invented the Pfizer vaccine? What about people that did this? Both equally valid stances. But again, like I said earlier, it's like, I don't know any, like, I didn't even know who invented the Pfizer vaccine, to be quite honest. And I still don't even remember their name off the top of my head, even after seeing that. So I wanted to look, as I usually do, and see what the internet has to say about it. And I found this article from Psycholog. I'll put the, I'll put it in the show notes, you know, take everything you read on the internet with a grain of salt. And it's an article about the psychology behind celebrity obsession. And when I skimmed it a little bit, it had some interesting points. And the first is that I'm kind of just paraphrasing after reading it. And I wrote in my notes that celebrities show a luxurious life where doctors and scientists don't. You see celebrities out and about on private jets, at award shows, and fancy outfits, and promoting their latest movie or song or whatever it is. But you don't see any of that, uh, any of that usually, at least that I have seen, from people in the STEM field. And they're just so different worlds, right? Like, there's this, yeah, like I said with celebrities, there's this life of luxury. And then you don't see that from the side of STEM. And I think it's because they're two very different worlds where historically, not saying that people that are in movie stuff, they don't work hard. It's just different. Whereas people in STEM, you know, they can, they're, you know, they're, I'm assuming they work really long hours in a hospital or a lab or something like that. And, you know, at least my mom being a nurse, she's in scrubs. And I'm guessing for people that are in STEM, you know, they don't have all these fancy clothes they wear and things like that. And secondly of why, which like I knew this in my head, something else, this isn't from the article, but kind of tacks on to this point is that people pay for entertainment. Like the reason people like people know so much about these celebrities and pop culture and stuff. It's because it's entertainment, right? And we all want to be entertained, myself included, whether that's through books or movies or Instagram or whatnot. And you, I feel like celebrities are more involved in those types of jobs versus someone in STEM. Next, these all points all kind of blend together now that I'm thinking about it more, is that People are, these celebrities are more shown in the media because, again, like, people pay for entertainment. Like, it's sad the way that society is. It's like, well, you have all the, like, TMZ 
or E or all these pop culture, it's because people are listening, people are watching. If they weren't focused around celebrities and pop culture, I think this is the way society is. I'm not saying it's right. Their ratings would go down. No one would watch or care because it's like not their niche. And you don't see that with people in STEM. But then you have the flip side of right is that a lot of these people are in the public eye. Like it makes sense. They're not going to like these gossip and pop culture focused forms of entertainment. They're not going to focus on people in STEM because they're not in the public eye. So that does kind of make sense. And last one I thought it was kind of interesting is about the connection with fans and people, myself included, really, at least for me particularly, it's more musicians and artists versus like um, actresses and actors and stuff like that, is the connection with their fans. And particularly, at least in my experience with like going to concerts and stuff like that, you do feel a connection with the artist. It's probably more of a parasocial relationship than anything, but at least the artist that I listen to They've expressed multiple times, like either at the show I've been at or on Instagram or whatnot, that they really value the connection that they have with their fans. And again, which makes them, you know, word of mouth, they make them more popular. But doctors, like they don't really have, like there's not, there's not a fan base, right? Like they don't have like a fan base, fandom name. They don't have like, I'm just referencing back to Taylor Swift. They don't give out the friendship bracelets like there's not they don't have a like a following they don't really have a following like celebrities do they don't really have a fan base and especially I think this also kind of leads back into influencers too especially for me I think the rise of influencer culture people have gotten so famous for just living their everyday life and it's relatable And it shows that you can be, you don't have to be someone with this immense talent or curing cancer to be successful. And I think this is, I think this is a good thing, to be honest, because I think people can feel a lot of pressure to be so successful and like, be like Taylor Swift or be like some kind of famous doctor. And I think these are all really great aspirations, but it also shows that you can just be normal and filming your everyday life. I love consuming like vlogs and day in my life content because it shows that, hey, these are people just living their lives and people still care, right? And now going, circling kind of back more to like traditional celebrities versus famous people in STEM. You hear, there's also the flip side. Like most of these people, like I said, they aren't in the public eye as much. And you hear all of these really scary things about being in the public eye. You know, you have paparazzi following you. You have gossip articles saying that this thing about you that is not true. You don't have privacy. And I would never want to be famous. And I'm guessing these people in STEM also don't want to be or it's like they want to be it's more so they want to be hold like a legacy that goes forth it's like oh this person 
I'm trying to think of like something scientific that I could reference. You can tell I'm really not a woman in STEM. I'm just observing. Or someone like the guy that made the polio vaccine. It's probably it's like he I'm guessing he's probably like, oh, I my I want this thing I do to be carried on. And it doesn't really like people don't need to remember my like my face or anything like that. But yeah. And granted, like just after observing all of this and just thinking about it more, I think I could limit my pop culture intake quite a bit. Um, and just having more awareness of what's going on in the quote unquote real world and not what's going on in my algorithm of pop culture. Because I do realize I tend to know the most out of all of my friends of what's going on in the celebrity world. And sometimes it can be kind of embarrassing. Does this mean I'm going to like cut it cold turkey? No. I will still be watching my Kardashians and YouTube videos ranking Nepo babies because I think it's funny. And I think it's good to sometimes have that entertainment. But, you know, maybe educating myself more on what's going on in the real world. You know, and not just what the newest celebrity gossip is. But all that to say, this was just my observation on celebrity culture. Specifically for this generation. I know generations, this isn't a new thing in the world. I just think it looks a lot different now with social media and you know, paparazzi, and I feel like those that wasn't really as much of a thing back in the day. But yeah, that's about it. If you want to leave this podcast a review, I would really appreciate it and follow it on Instagram at handshappeningspod. If there's anything that you'd like to see on the podcast, please, please, please DM me. They're always open. I always like hearing from you guys and interacting with you guys, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!